Hello and welcome to episode 106 of Ready to Mosh. I'm Kev P and alongside me is the Satan to my claws, it's Gem G. Oh, we're getting festive. Yeah, why not? A little bit closer to Christmas now. Well, I suppose we should talk about the episode. So in this one, this is an interview that I did with Skip from Gut Locker because you weren't very well. No, poorly sick with the Christmas cold. So I had a chance to sit down with Skip and talk about the new single, The Payoff, which came out earlier this month, as well as their time on the road and the history of the band. So I hope you enjoy. Right, so this episode, we are joined by Skip from Gut Locker. How are you doing, man? Good evening. Very well. How are you? You okay? Yeah, good, thank you. So you guys, really interesting band. You've kind of been around for quite a while now. So tell us about the story. Uh, what, the band in general? Yeah. Um, the band actually started, oh, Christ, almost 11 years ago, actually. Um, completely different lineup. The most consistent lineup we had was, I think it was going from 2017, when we got a more recent bassist, Ben, in. Um, and then we've now had a new drummer join us this year, Dino, who was pretty much there from the start. Um, he found out he's not firing blanks. Um, he's got a kid on the way. So <laughs> obviously that um, took more priority, understandably. And uh, yeah, we've had our new drummer, Dev. He's moved in nicely. He's done a good chunk of gigs over this year. I think he's done 20 of the gigs. I think we've done 40 altogether this year. It's probably been our busiest year without question. But yeah, that's how long we've been kicking about. Um, trying to learn as much as we can to get our name out along the way. Whether we learn much is an entirely different thing, but we just keep pushing. And with uh, the new drummer joining the band, how kind of difficult a process was it to get the right person in? Um, it wasn't difficult at all, actually. Uh, Dino did a really cool thing where he actually committed a lot of time trying to get Dev in. Uh, Ben's good friends with Dev, back from school. And um, Dean was showing him a lot of the stuff on how you play on the tracks, majority of it from the album that released last year. And um, yeah, it was quite a smooth transition. Um, Dean actually had a word of Dev uh, three months prior to Dean letting us know that he was leaving. He actually had a word of Dev and he said, look, you're probably going to be the guy that's going to take up the mantle full time and asked he how he felt with it. Dev was up for it. Um, how he feels about it now, maybe different. We don't know. <laughs> but yeah, th thanks to Dean. Um, it was quite a smooth transition. And uh, I'll give credit where credit credit's due. Dev is a phenomenal drummer. Um, we're writing new stuff with him at the moment. Um, and I'm liking what he's bringing in. Well, we all are. And because you guys obviously have been around for quite a while now, do you find it's much easier from kind of like a directional or sound point of view that you know exactly what you kind of want to get next? Yeah, well, we're kind of very much set in our own way. We just play what we want to play. Our approach has been the same pretty much all the time when it comes to writing a song. If there's a riff that we like, we keep it in. Um, and if it works with everything else, the drums the bass what i do for the vocals if it feels good for us we put it out and uh we just hope along the way people enjoy what we do and so far so good i think we've been doing all right off it and so like with this year like like you said uh, a little while ago 
you've played a hell of a lot of gigs this year. Mm-hmm. Kind of how hard and all enjoyable has it been spending that much time on the road? Um, I mean, we were all bouncing around with joy at the beginning of this year. We we're like, oh my god, we're getting so many gigs in, we're going up and down the country. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> but the, the last couple of gigs, um, we're sitting in the car en route, and we're just uh, we're just not talking to each other. We're just completely fucking spooned out, just counting down <laughs> for like the next four gigs that we got for this year. Going, yeah, we're really happy with what we've done, but we can't wait to have a little break. We need to recharge before we get back in, start writing and recording, and uh, get ready for the other shows that we got for next year. I think off the top of my head, I think we've got around. 10 booked in for next year so far so uh yeah you you've got to be up there as kind of like one of the hardest working bands at the moment yeah um i wouldn't argue with it i can feel it um we're we're <laughs> we're a bit wiped out at the moment but we we've got uh what we got we've got three more gigs now the next one is tech fest um we got i think we got a couple of weeks rest before that which will do us some good uh so it just means that when we open up for Tech Fest on the Friday, on the 8th of December, we can just sort of go out swinging and kick off the night for everyone. We'll kick off the three-day. So back in the day, you played Bloodstock 2016. We did. We played New Bloodstock. How did that Did that change anything for you guys as a band? Um, it did in the sense of where we started being a bit more business-minded. We played Bloodstock and... We, I think at that point, we were like, okay, we need to find a way of springboarding off this. And, you know, for, for you to turn around and say, we've played Bloodstock, it's quite a good thing, you know, if you put it on your CV as a band. So I think that gave us a push to do our first EP, Cry Havoc. But it was a difficult process because at the time that we played Bloodstock, uh, one of our friends, Hazzy, um, she decided that was going to be her last time that she was playing with us. So we did have to go through the transition of getting a new bassist to get him up to speed with new stuff it wasn't working out for him so we ended up getting who we've got now got ben finished the recording on the ep and then pushed out and just continued pushing from there and i think from the release of that ep really starting off bloodstock we've kind of kind of been in the mindset now of right if we're going to do something big or if we're going to release something we need to make sure that we capitalize on it which is why we've, I think, why we did a tour this year on top of loads of shows, uh, released the videos last year, released a new video this year, and obviously we just want to keep momentum going now, which brings us into a release, um, a standalone track that we're releasing this Friday. Yeah, so that's um, something I wanted to talk to you about. So there's a new track coming. So does this mean that you guys are already working on new material? So there was the recent album last year released? Yeah, released last year. It was difficult to try and pick it off, well, get pick up last year because it was just post-COVID. Um, so I think we've been getting a lot of the rewards this year from the amount of shows that we've done. Um, I just think it's because everything in general and the whole music scene, the whole live music scene has just been picking up now and getting back to some form of normality. Um, but yeah, we've got this track done. We've already started jamming out a couple of new tracks. Um, we're looking to hopefully push one or two of them out into next year. Oh, excellent. So it's full steam ahead with that then? Yep, which is why we need to make sure that we recharge because there's no point in being an angst-heavy metal band if you are completely wiped out. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be the complete opposite of what you're trying to do. Yeah, nah. 
And the thing is, we're not getting any younger either, so we need to get as much sort of uh, rest up as we can in between. <laughs> well, let's fire through some quickfire questions. Cool. So just give whatever answer kind of comes to mind. You don't need to think about them too hard. All right. So if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Lasagna. Oh, straight in with that one. Love it. One of my, it's the only thing I can cook. So that's a mistake. But... Well, yeah, it definitely makes sense. Well, I can cook. It's the only thing that I can cook well. <laughs> so it's the only thing that doesn't involve a microwave? Uh, no, I can cook other things, but I've I've managed to burn chips before. And I'm off <laughs> to a kitchen by because I was putting on an oil pan. And I tried to put it out with water, common sense oh. the window, and then, you know. It just all went up. Lasagna, I'm happy to cook for me. I'm happy to cook for other people um, because it won't give them the shits or anything like that. So lasagna is uh, my go-to without hesitation. Uh, who's the most famous person you've met? The most famous person I've met? Ooh, bloody hell. Um, I met Alien Ant Farm. Oh, back in the day. Uh, when I was watching Tool. Oh, okay. Where was that? This was, oh, bloody hell, this was going back. When Lateralis came out, so like over 20 years ago. Oh, Lateralis, that's trying to think 10,000 10, days. Lateralis was before that. It was 2001, I think it came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was on the following year. It was at Brixton Academy, uh, Tool played. Um, and that was the day we allowed to smoke inside. I might have been a bit high. And I was generally looking around, and I was with my media, which kind of like, we're standing next to Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> and uh yeah we just ended up watching the entire show with them and talked to them in between a few songs and whatnot they were quite drunk we were quite high it seemed to work together quite nicely so yeah it was a good night <laughs> sounds an excellent night yeah if you were invisible for a day what would you do smack so many people in the face any particular targets or just people in general oh yeah i've got particular targets um I've I've got I've got a list. Um, I'll definitely get out of my own way and turn up to their house, knock on the door, wait for them to open. Just <laughs> that's it. If you're on the list, be warned. <laughs> yep, be nice. <laughs> What's your favourite smell? My favourite smell. Um, this can sound really weird. Um, it's when you open up a packet of Benson Hedges. Okay. Yeah. When you take out all the plastic and you just open it up, yeah. I really like the smell of it. I've always loved the smell of it since I was 10 years old. That is an answer I promise you nobody has ever given before. I, I can probably end up like giving you loads of answers that no one's heard before. <laughs> you might question my sanity, but that's okay. I'll just roll with it. Uh, what was the last meal you cooked? Beans on toast. Beans on toast. Yeah, I didn't set fire to it. So it's not just lasagna. Beans on toast is up there as well. I can do beans on toast. I can be a bit fancy. I can put some cheese on it as well. Oh, that's gourmet. <laughs> yeah, man, it's gourmet for me. <laughs> yeah, if I make your beans on toast with cheese, you're being spoiled. Uh, if you could banish a song from the face of the earth, which one would it be? Anything by Coldplay. Oh, yeah. I'm, you're not going to get many arguments from me there. Yeah. I'm uh, not a Coldplay fan. Yeah, every time I hear a Coldplay song, I need to have a bath. <laughs> uh, what is your favourite pizza topping? Favourite pizza topping? Does it have to be one? 
No, I don't see why not. You can go for any. Well, so you need the, we need the tomato and cheese, but then you need jalapeno, uh, you need sausage, you need beef, you need pepperami, you need salami. Anything meaty is fine with me. Um, definitely the jalapenos. I like a bit of spice in it. Excellent choice. What's the bucket list venue for you to play in? Bucket list venue for me to play in. Um, I would actually love to play the Underworld in London. Hmm. Out of all the venues, um, I know it's one of the smaller ones, but I've seen, I've had some of the best metal nights there. Um, it's the first time I saw Chimera there when Impossibility of Reason came out. Yeah. I, there's just something I love about the underworld. It's a smaller venue, but it's a bit more intimate with the crowd, more of the bigger bands play. So if we ever get a spot there, I, uh, I'll be as happy as pig and shit. That's the dream, man. Yeah, that's the dream. Okay. Well, that was the last quick fire, so you don't have to worry about any uh, more strange questions now. I was just warming up to it. <laughs> So we've already kind of spoke about the new single being released and that you're working on some new stuff. Is that all moving kind of really well at the moment? Um, it's moving in a pace that is best for us. Uh, the way that we, the way we write the music is I leave the guys to just write, just jam out stuff and see what they can put together. And they pretty much give me the full thing going, this is the structure. This is what it is. Um, I've got pages and pages of lyrics. I end up writing new lyrics anyway, and I just put the shit down to it, and it just works. That's how we work together. It seems to gel really well. Um, that's how it worked on To Be Alive as well. They wrote 10 of the tracks. They gave me a good chunk of it, and I think within a few days, I had lyrics just put down for it. So and, it's quite, uh, a, quite a smooth process, then, from start to finish. Yeah. The only time it's not smooth is when I'm at rehearsal and they're jamming out stuff and I'm doing there while I'm sitting there doing nothing. So I just get a bit ill patient, be like, can we just like do something? But, um, I think that's why we've come to an agreement probably because I bugged the fuck out of them. <laughs> um, I think it's a nice way of saying we're going to write new stuff. So for the first few weeks, fuck off and then we'll come back to you. Well, when we've got it in a, in a good place, we'll, we'll let you know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Until then, then sure. you come in. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> One of the other things that you kind of touched on earlier, techabilitation on the 8th. Uh -huh. uh, opening proceedings for that. must be great to be kind of like involved in that because that lineup is just incredible. It's awesome. Um, it's so good to see so, so many of our mates' bands on there as well. Um, big shout out to Liam. He actually really put his neck out to ensure that we got a spot on there. Yeah, I, I couldn't be any happier. Even if it ended up being the last gig this year, I think this would be one hell of a show to finish up on. Um, I can't wait for it. And the weekend's going to be my birthday weekend as well. So I'm going to ensure to behave and drink moderately <laughs> and uh, have a good time with it. And are you going to stay there for the entire weekend and try and catch a few bands? Or That's the plan. But um, we're as yet need to sort out accommodation. I think we've just been so preoccupied with getting prepped for shows that we've been doing up to it. But the plan is we get a room over from friday saturday and uh yeah just try and enjoy as much of it as we can so another thing that you're involved in is the london metal coalition yes which kind of like we're in the midlands so it's not something we're overly familiar with but it does seem like it's 
it's like a great community of bands all kind of supporting each other and getting things done. They are an awesome community. I've only been, um, I've been with them, I think, just over a month now. And they've kind of rekindled my spark for the whole metal scene. Um, they've just given me a reminder what it's all about. There's a good chunk of the Unearthed bands that are in the LMC also. It is just really a community of people just trying to support each other, uh, spread the word about on all the bands, keep the scene going. Everyone in there is cool as fuck. Uh, we played Carts and Horses uh, Sunday. So I actually got to meet, I think I got to meet two other people because I met a guy from LMC when I saw the Cavalier gig. Um, so I had a couple of drinks with him. And then I met Morton from a band called Levy. Um, I think he's one of the co-founders of the LMC. And yeah, he was just awesome. Uh, met another guy called Aid. Uh, he watched the show. Uh, he's from a band called Cardinal X. Big guy, but big giant, but just lovely. And I, I generally can't wait to see more of them. They actually hold a meeting around once a month just to talk about what's going on. Uh, what bands are playing where, sort of in London, just outside of London. We have a few beers, and I think we go to like in one of the nearer local metal shows and uh, just enjoy ourselves. Fantastic. It's um, it's nice to see that kind of thing happening. It's something you kind of see more in the metal community than anywhere else. Yeah, I think, I think it's encouraged because a lot of people outside the whole metal thing, how do I put it? Without, without saying any, there's a there's a lot of people who aren't into metal. Yeah. I know it's an acquired tape, but um, I think it's good to show to people outside of the whole metal scene how awesome it really actually is. Yeah, there's been there's been a couple of times where one of my friends, Rachel, she just normal girl, likes to wear trackies, go to pop cover bands, and whatnot. She she came down to one of our shows and she was quite petrified because she was wearing just like a little Adidas jacket and some Jackie's, uh, some tracksuits and whatnot. So, oh God, are they going to judge me? What are they going to think of me? He said, you're going to find that it's probably the most accepting, warming community that you've ever been in. And I introduced her to people from bands like you and, oh, this is my friend, Rachel. And she went, I've, I've never had anyone being so open arm, meeting them first time. And I'm like, welcome to the metal scene. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. One thing that I'd spotted that it seems to be sold out at the moment but are you going to make any more of the gut locker zippos? We will look into it. We are going to have to get, we're actually thinning out our merch at the moment. So we are looking to get some zippos potentially. Uh, people love our grinders. Everyone loves making oregano to put on their food. So they exactly. <laughs> you all need seasoning when you're cooking. So people love our grinders. We're looking to get some new teas as well. We've been discussing a new design. It's going to be a bit simplified, but it's going to be a bit more bold. So we'll hopefully have, hopefully have a new batch of teas coming out over the new year as well. And how do you go about designing the artwork for that? Is that done within the band or do you have somebody else design it for you? Uh, we have someone else design it for us. i trying to remember who, who we got. Oh, there's so many artists I've spoken to, but we do have a couple of people that we go to. There's a guy who's recently done the cover for the payoff. Uh, it's Rory from Graphics Fix. Shout out to him. He's done. He's drafted out some t-shirt ideas, and they look awesome. So uh, I'm trying to push to try and get those tees out. But um, yeah, he's definitely one of the people that will be coming to in the future. 
for EP artwork, single artwork, merch artwork as well. He's really good at what he does. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting how bands kind of pick somebody to kind of design all their stuff for them. Yeah. Uh, because you, from your point of view, you've got to put a lot of trust in somebody to say, this is the band, this is what we're about, go and design something. Yeah, well, I think the thing that helps out, he generally really likes like Scott Locker. So he does get the honor of where we just show him a track or something going, this is what we're going to release. This is what the song's about. What do you think you can do to it? And we pretty much let him have free reign. We give him a rough idea of what we're looking for. And we just let him do what he does. And uh, he comes back for something and he just gets a thumbs up and go, yep, yeah, we did that. We'll have that. Excellent. Well, I'm certainly hoping that the Zippos come back. It, it's, it's an interesting choice because I've not seen, I, I can't remember ever seeing many bands do a Zippo. It's always, you know, it's always been the traditional. We'll do the tees. We'll do the maybe we'll do hoodies. I can only think of a couple of bands that have ever done grinders. Yeah. So, well, people like them. Uh, a lot of people in this world have bad habits, uh, so we just try and ensure that we don't encourage them. <laughs> exactly. So plans for the rest of the year? There's obviously uh, packability on the eighth. Mm-hmm. What else have you guys got coming up this year? Uh, Fest-wise, we got Colville Fest. Uh, we got Ascension Fest, which looks absolutely stacked. It's got bands like Chrysler, Desert Storm, Dog Tired. Um, so we're well happy uh, that we're actually got on a slot with them. We've Fashion Festival as well which is in August in Swindon. And that's got bands such as Red Method, Rage and Speedhorn. Um, so the fact that we're on... I, I saw the lineup for that. That is insane. That is a really good lineup. It is phenomenal. And yeah, I, I can't I can't grow up and moan about it at all because if that was me uh, 10 years ago, if I saw that lineup, I would have had to change my underpants. <laughs> There's a lot, there is a lot of bands on there that I look at and go, yeah, would happily just kind of like watch those, watch those, watch those. Yeah. It is just a perfect metal lineup. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to what's in store. And the thing is, we haven't even gotten to gotten to next year yet. It's quite it's quite bizarre. It's a bit of out-body experience because I remember many, many, many years ago when we were just starting up as a band, it'd be a push at this point now to get, say, two or three shows booked in. The fact that it's looking to hit a nice round number of 10 fact that three of them are festival spots where it's got an absolute stacked lineup it just gives us more reason to keep pushing and yes just worth all the work that we've put in we just need to ensure that we keep momentum going keep writing new stuff and uh, keep pushing out material so is the focus next year going to be festivals or is it are you looking at doing more solo shows as well we do have a lot of solo shows uh that we'll be playing um a lot of them are tbas at the moment yeah we've already got a few in the pipeline I think we're potentially looking at doing maybe a little mid at some point, but we're just getting all the dates together. There's a couple of dates with a couple of pretty well-known bands in the scene that we're hoping to do a two-day with, but we're just waiting to hear confirmation on that. So I won't say anything as yet until it's confirmed. We know it's happening, and then we'll be plugging it all over social media. Fantastic. Looking forward to hearing the news about that. Yeah. I'm uh, dying to see this band is. You, um, you like them. <laughs> I love them. Yeah, so I've already seen like the, the stuff you've got like this year and some of the stuff you've played, some of the stuff you've already played as well. 
you can kind of see really see that progression as well that the band's made. Yeah, I think production wise as well. I mean, we were happy at the time of Cry Have a Keepy, but we all pushed ourselves that bit more, um, especially over lockdown. Rather than sort of being, I know it's easier said than done, but rather than try and be down the dumps about it, we utilised that time to really push on musical musical side of it. Um, really invested into finding a producer that could really sort of do justice to a sound. So of course we came across Lewis from Ranch House, uh, Ranch House Productions. He's worked with bands such as Condra, Employed to Serve. We popped out a few de- demos to him, and he thankfully said yes. He really liked what we did. He liked what we were all all about. So um, yeah, we worked with him, and we can happily say now that we've had a taste of it we will be coming back to him for future releases. Yeah, it was quite an epic sort of name to be working with to get stuff uh, produced. Yeah, he's um, good at what he does. And he definitely makes sure that you put the work in to get it the best that it can be. Because it's not just us as a band that are pushing the music out. He's putting our name on He's putting his name on it as well. So he makes sure that we get the job done right. Yeah, and it, it kind of shows a lot of belief in what you guys are doing for him to want to work with you. Yeah, it was um, flattered is one of the first words that comes to mind when he agreed to record with us. And I remember, I think it was, I think it was the first day of mixing when we got all the tracks recorded. And I thought, I'm just going to casually throw it out to see how he responds to us. And so I just said to him, I've, I love what you've done with the album. So if it's cool with you, you know, we want to come back to you next time. And he just went, oh, sweet. Awesome. So we got the seal of approval. Yeah, yeah. We didn't put him off or anything, especially with the likes of me, you know, with the, the kind of stupid jokes that I come up with in between takes and whatnot. And just hear him coughing down the microphone going, fuck's sake. But uh, no, <laughs> he got on with us just fine. And uh, we'll be seeing him and uh, seeing his little dog, Olive, as well. She's cool as fuck. And... Kind of like with the new single, all the stuff that you're working on as well for next year. Yeah. Is it difficult to kind of fund that and get everything moving along? Um, it can be, uh, because we are a DIY band and we I mean the only the the real backing we got at the moment is having Liam on our management. He's definitely helping on the PR side of it. So that definitely takes weight off the shoulders. But yeah, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of time and there's a lot of saving that we've got to put in to do the recording is it's the whole saying really you get what you pay for if you want something good then you've got to put a bit of good money into it as well but um yeah that's something we're already in discussion with we're already discussing the process of during the time that we're writing the songs which is thinking all right now that we've done it a few times this is what rough cost is going to be to record this to get a decent quality video which we'll probably get through Luke, Luke Bateman because he did uh, send them all in and we were really happy for how that turned out so we got to ensure that we get the funds to him uh, obviously we've got to record Lewis when he records our next track and yeah it's, it's going to be costly but we've just got to make sure that we do it at the right time that is efficient and time efficient for us and we got to do it at a right time as well when people want to hear new stuff from us so a lot of it does fall into timing it right as well so there is a lot of thinking that goes into it it's not how we thought we used to be like oh i've recorded something there you go obviously you've got to have a bit of build up to it to put it out and whatnot like we're doing with uh, the payoff at the moment you're probably finding my page i've been doing loads of stupid memes and whatnot but it's something we've got to do 
Yeah, there was kind of a, a thing quite recently where it seemed that bands were putting out new material, but not really kind of pushing it and doing it properly in a sense. Yeah. So obviously, you know, it's cheap to do it bit by bit, but it depends on what you want the impact to be. Yeah. There's a few of my mates' bands that do the similar thing, on say names or anything like that. But they've asked me for, you know, how do you get your single out and whatnot? I said you you got to put some money into it, get some PR. You know, go to someone like uh, DC Sound Attack, yeah, or San, San PR. Gary did our our EP, and he did a really good job on it. Dan did a really good job on To Be Alive as well. You know, there there are people available. They are offering a service. You know, if you just pay for that service they will put the work in to get it out to as many people as you can. And with all of that in mind, so obviously the the album was out last year, new single. Are you have you got a kind of like time frame in mind for a next big release? Uh at the moment, next year. That's all I'm gonna say on it. Because we're writing and we want to make sure that it's good. Yeah. And when we're happy with it then we need to ensure that we can get penciled in at a good time with Lewis because obviously with the kind of bands to his name, he is booked up a lot of the time. So we need to ensure that we get it done with him. We've got the cost to do it. And then we go from there at that point, then we can gauge in and give more of an idea on when we look to release an, a next track or EP potentially. Yeah. I like that fluid idea. It, it doesn't put you under unnecessary pressure and therefore affect the quality of what you're trying to put out yeah i mean i've made the mistake before it was all a learning process where oh when you when you're looking to really release next thing uh next summer but i'll be honest with you next year hopefully what will be if we get something out awesome if not if it's the following year fair play we much prefer that something goes out it's quality over quantity at the end of the day as much as we want to keep momentum going we need to ensure that the quality is good alongside it at the same time as well. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining me tonight, Skip. hope everything goes well. Really look forward to the new single, which will be out when this comes out. And uh, hopefully we can catch you at a gig soon. Hopefully. Been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Do a little virtual handshake. So uh, I'll catch you later, buddy. <laughs> Take care. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to Kev's chat there with Skip. Don't forget to check out Got Locker's new single, The Payoff, which is out now. Uh, make sure you give them a watch if they're at a venue near you. You can keep up to date with where they're going to be playing on all of their socials. If you're not already following us on all of our socials, we're on Instagram, Twitter or X and threads at Ready to Mosh Cast, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube at Ready to Mosh. If you have enjoyed listening to the episode, please give us a five star rating and a little review. That would be very nice. And we'll be back again soon with another episode. Make it stop, move.